All right. We're not going live. I told you this, right? Yep. Yep. This is a uh, new, but not live. Released on October 12, 2023, Star Trek Infinite was the first, I think it's the first 4X grand strategy video game um, developed by Argentinian studio Nimble Giant Entertainment and published by Paradox Interactive, starring the Star Trek franchise. Hey, and you know mm. what? You see Star Trek and you think of 4X games and you're like, well, that obviously goes hand in hand. So why didn't this come earlier? Well, we'll find out when we review Star Trek Infinite today on Geeks with Kids. Joining me today is Shouse. We yeah. are, you know, we are the PC gamers of this group, pretty much, I feel. Yeah. Um, and Also Steam Deck gamers. Steam Deck gamers. I didn't even try this on Steam Deck. Anyway, we got this. We saw this I game. I would Hold not want to play a mouse clicky well, game on the Steam Deck. We'll, we'll talk about that in a sec. Although, <laughs> although some people have like Baldur's Gate is a. We'll talk about it later. Um, yeah. So, um. Yeah, we're talking about Star Trek Infinite. It came out. We saw the trailers for it, and we were like, "Well, shit, let's pre-order this." And you got a bunch of things. Um, I don't think we're gonna do a what's good today because it, I just want this to be a quick little review. Uh, yeah. We both had very strong feelings <laughs> about this game as soon as we played it, um, mm. and this is released on PC, just PC right now. It is mm. oh, sorry, PC, Windows, and Mac. Who's playing? Who's playing video games on Max? You can load it up on your on your on your, on your G4, G four, your yeah. G four, uh, clam, your clamshell, your your turquoise clamshell G four. Right, right. That's that's all I wanted. I wanted one of those iMacs that, back that, in the that day. To to the toilet seat one. Um. Anyways, so this game is a forex game, which is a um one of those crazy uh resource games. It's basically explore, expand, exploit, and exterminate. That's what the four X's are. Um, other games are like Free Civ or Masters of Orion. It's that type of game. You or you, Stellaris or Stellaris, which we will talk <laughs> about later. Basically, you control a a group of like a, uh, a civilization or something, and then you try and expand. Right? That's what Forex games basically are. It's, it's a spreadsheet simulator, basically. It's a it's a giant it's a giant like risk. No, that's not a, yeah. even a good. Um, no, allies and Axis, more. Yeah, so much going on. Like it's yes. if if you if you feel like any game that you play doesn't have enough stuff going on in it. Yeah, then you get into four X games, and then you need a spreadsheet on the so on your one monitor. Then you need yeah. tutorials on the other monitor because you're gonna have to go through tutorials anyway. So you get into Star Trek Infinite, and you're like, obviously, this is a game about Star Trek. It's set during the TNG Deep Space Nine era. You know, yeah, that's fine. Everything seems to be based on there. Then I, I, I sort of wanted to see, like, like I wanted to see the original four races, right, of the Federation. We didn't get that. No. We get the Klingons, the Romulans, and the Federation as the playable classes. Um, each have their own sort of, you know, specific. We, we, thing. we also, you also get the Cardassians. <laughs> I said that. I said the fourth one. That was fourth. Did, did you say that? Okay. I did. I said uh, Federation, Klingons, Romulans, and Cardassians. Not Car okay. not 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 like um, Chloe Kardashian or any of those, the the good ones. <laughs> um, and they they all have specific traits. So Federation is pretty much the class where you can do diplomacy, right? Uh, Klingons are the war one. So if you want to expand, you go to the Klingons. Uh, Romulans are the spycraft 
people and i never played the cardassians what did they do no I did not even try it i didn't, didn't care get that far nope <laughs> um so in this game you expand you you try and conquer you you, you do diplomacy um each faction has its own mission tree so you can go through the, the different stories and um basically go for it oh cardassians are spying romulans are on stealth mm-hmm yeah, okay, I guess that makes sense. I was just as I read down the thing. S espionage. Basically, if you've <clears throat> ever played Stellaris, this is a Star Trek version of Stellaris, a very bare bone version of Stellaris. It's it's actually built off of the Stellaris engine. They're 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 working in co- uh, uh, collaboration with Paradox. Yep. Um to to use the Stellaris engine and to use an earlier version of the Stellaris engine. So, a lot of um the uh, nice little upgrades and uh, uh, you know, like life improvements that they might have put in, um, quality of life improvements they they have not put into this particular version. So, um, which is funny because Stellaris is fairly old at this point. It came out in 2016. So yeah, and it's got tons. I remember reading it's got so much DLC. I remember reading that even if you pick it up on sale, you can still end up spending almost four hundred bucks if you try to pick up all the DLC. Yeah, when I bought it, I bought I bought the base game and a bunch of other DLC, and it was like you get this for twenty thirty dollars, and there was still like dollar like, something. There was still yeah. like way more, and I was like, I don't think I can spend two three hundred dollars on Solars right now. Yeah, since I, it's a great game, but um, um. Anyway, so you. As as a Star Trek fan, what were your thoughts on this? Like, wait, tell me about your PC gaming Star Trek history. Is this your first like, PC uh, start, or is this your first Star Trek video game? Is like, yeah, yeah, yeah hard, hard no, <laughs> very, very hard no. Yeah, um, there's a good chance that if you look through the Wikipedia uh, on all of the Star Trek PC games that have ever been released, there's a good chance that I've played a master chunk of those. Yeah. Like I'm talking about going back to the shareware releases of like EGA Trek back in like the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, where you had like a grid and you were moving your enterprise around the grid, like chasing after Klingons. I remember that on like BBSs. Yes. Yeah, BBSs. Yeah. Right. And then you move into things like uh, Star Trek 25th Anniversary by Interplay Mm -hmm. when that came out and Judgment Rights all the way into Star Trek Starfleet Academy, which I still remember the cover of PC Gamer. When when Starfleet Academy was announced and it was going to have like FMVs in it and everything, super excited. Still, still an awesome game to play. They didn't um, quite do everything they announced on that. Uh, not everything. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have that PC uh, gamers though. But they, but they brought in some, they they had some of the original cast. Yeah, uh, they brought in uh, who was in that? Um, George Takei was in that, wasn't he? George Takei. He played yeah. He played like um, like Admiral Sulu or Captain Sulu or mm-hmm. something in in the academy. Anyway, yeah, sort of going going through the the Trek games, like all the way through. I remember being there day one when Star Trek Online came out. I bought it in like a physical copy, like a box. <laughs> Star Trek. They Online. had a physical now, copy of Star Trek Online. Did. Man, I have, the, I have the disc somewhere, but now it's like a free to play thing. Um, Star Trek games are my bread and butter. I love Star Trek games. Um, and I why would you play Bridge Commander that. with me? No, just joking. <laughs> I ha- I like Bridge Commander. Me too. Are you, I like about, it too. are you talking about Bridge Commander? Are you talking about the the uh, the VR one? That the VR one. With? What was it called? I thought that's, that was called Bridge Commander. No, that was um, Star Trek uh, Crew Simulator or something. I got it on 
it's on it's it's on it's on um what the Ubisoft U- 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 Ubisoft, it's Ubisoft. yeah let, yeah don't don't install that launcher yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wonky that that's a wonky one to play if you don't have VR and I'm guessing it's wonky if you do have VR so it's true um but I was I was so excited about Infinite because it reminded me of a game called Star Trek Birth of the Federation. Oh, which yeah. came out a while back. The problem with Birth of the Federation, and as far as I understand, it has been fixed by modders, but Birth of the Federation had a massive memory leak. So the further into the game that you played, the slower the, the game, it doesn't matter how fast your computer was, the system would slow down and slow down and slow down, and then you would be at a certain number of turns and you the game would just crash straight out because there was a memory leak in the code and there was nothing that you could do about it. They didn't put out an official patch. So that was the first 4X point, Star Trek game. Yeah. And, and it was, it was fun. I, I enjoyed, I really enjoyed birth of the Federation and I do want to eventually get back into it. I don't think you can buy it anywhere. Um, I would, I would be more than happy to pick up some of these Star Trek games if they would put them on um, more Gog of these online services. Yeah. Gog has Starfleet Academy. It's got the yep. Interplay games. It's got. It's even put out some of the more obscure ones like Star Trek Away Team. And, they have the uh, Voyager um, first-person <clears throat> shooter on there, which is phenomenal. Elite Force and Elite yeah. Force Two. Those are those are those are great. Those are great. Um, but yeah, Birth of the Federation. I was excited about this because I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna be playing Birth of the Federation, but we're gonna be playing it in 2023. And it's going to look amazing on my PC. And I'm going to be building the Federation and running planets and building starships. And it did not go the way I wanted it to go. No, I, I agree. As someone who's played a lot of Star Trek games, I, I remember when they were on like NES as well, right? They had Star Trek <sighs> games on, on the consoles. And like, it sort Trek, of... Bre- the, like The this... next generation on, on Super Nintendo. was, or, or, or do you remember Star Trek 25th anniversary yeah, on, on the, remember, the original Nintendo? On the original Nintendo. I do remember that. Right? Uh, this, Where you're walking around? Like any oh, sort of like RTS, I, like it feels like that's what Star Trek should be, right? You're, you're going mm. around, you're exploring. Or, mm. like, and 4X is even more so because you're, you're expanding, you're trying to build relationships between... This is what Star Trek is. Yeah. The best parts of Star Trek for me are when they do all the talking and they try and do all the diplomacy and they try and, yeah. um, you know, they fi- try and find middle ground or like common ground with all these different species. Like, and mm. then you jump into this game. There's no no tutorial. So if you haven't played Stellaris, mm, there's kind of a tutorial. There's a thing that pops up and chirps at you every so often, yeah. and then sometimes that just keeps chirping at you like it did for my game. Yeah. And then it just wouldn't stop. And I was like, "What am I missing here?" And it mm. was nothing because it was a buggy mess, like mm. so buggy. But and, like and that's you like you go to the tree and you try and find the different things to do because you you want to progress. Like you want to you want to get the Enterprise, and I got the Enterprise. With, mm. without Picard on it, which was very confusing. Mm. Um, and like, this Enterprise D for those listening. Um, and you have to hit certain, you have to hit certain checkpoints, right? You gotta explore systems, you gotta, you gotta obviously um, research anomalies, Star Trek things, right? Yeah. But what you're doing is you're clicking on a ship, you're right-clicking somewhere else, hopefully it'll work, but yeah, not it often. It was not working for me. Um, <laughs> I was I, clicking on things they weren't moving. <laughs> no, I hadn't. I pre-ordered. Shells pre-ordered. We mm. both got the Cerritos and we got some other stuff. So I would always, because Cerritos is a good science ship in the game. Mm. So I'd take my Cerritos and I'd be like, okay, go voyage over here, map this area, 
and you know survey it and they would just go over there and i'd be like are you actually doing anything and i wouldn't be and i'd be like yeah. why what I, I clicked the survey button survey <laughs> i'm guessing i'm guessing boimler's hijinks you know what i don't i don't I would not agree with that because <laughs> Boimler would be the one being like, why aren't we surveying? We should be surveying right now. He said the survey, you should be surveying. You know, <laughs> you know that's what he would do. Good he, point. Good and then point. Rutherford would be like, let's fix everything. Oh, man. Oh, him and Tendi would be so excited to survey. <laughs> yep. And this, this feels like um, yeah. a weird thing where, and like none of the missions were fun. I think that's no. like, there should be some sort of joy in trying to explore things because you want to learn about all these things, but even the diplomacy, you're just like, click this one or click this one, and maybe this will be good for you. And I was like, none of this is boring. All of this is boring. It's it was a little daunting too. And I mean, I, I'm 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 not going to necessarily blame this game. I, I'm not a very good Stellaris player, and I'm sure if I got better at Stellaris, I might. Right, but the the way that the game works is the the there is a constant kind of clock ticking along. This is this is in real time clicking along um you can adjust the speed of the game you can even pause and um so you have months and years going by as your as stuff is going on and um at any point you could be doing something okay i'm going to build a ship over here i'm going to prepare something over here you know i need to i need to get a new governor for this colony whatever and all of a sudden bring 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 all kinds of things pop up on top of the screen and it's like this race wants to talk to you they've discovered this thing these things are going on you need to fix these these the population of this planet and and there's so much hitting you all at once that you have to quickly hit pause and you're like okay what's going on how do i deal with all this stuff it, you deal with this stuff yeah. you unpause it again bleep, 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 everything starts appearing again it it's such a weird balance because it should feel like stuff is happening all the time instead of once in a blue moon, there's like 400 things happening and then yeah. nothing happens for a while and then everything happens. I like, and maybe that's a Stellaris thing. Maybe Stellaris gives you that much control and I'm sure there are ways that you can automate things. I noticed mm -hmm. in, in actual base Stellaris, you can turn on like your colonies to automate themselves. You can do that in, and, in Infinite as well. Yeah. And so um, that should take away some of that, you know, micromanagement. But like, little things like we, we haven't really talked too much about the bugs yet but the idea that you could get your favorite characters mm -hmm. and you get your favorite characters and the way that the game engine works is the characters are given an arbitrary age when you get them mm -hmm. and years are ticking by as that as the game is playing so you're you know messing around building ships building space stations and stuff and then your favorite characters start dying of old age <laughs> right and I'm sorry if if I get if I get the legendary crew members if I get Picard if I get LaForge if I get you know Spock if I whoever I get if I get these legendary crew members and I want to be able to play with them I don't want to worry that you know if I forget to hit pause and go to the washroom and I come back and all my legendary crew members are dead <laughs> <laughs> right so it's also weird because the age is arbitrary so I had a young Picard mm. and I was like what but it had the picture of sir patrick stewart and i'm yeah. like what <laughs> this doesn't this so was that was that uh, young picard before he got stabbed by the nausicaan it didn't look like it he looked he was, <laughs> he was post stabby um <laughs> oh man um some oh, I, I it's it's such an odd thing because there's so much potential in this game and it's yeah. just like all squandered um i'm gonna go on to the basic the base base parts of this game yeah. what did you think of the graphics of this game Okay, it was pretty. 
It was pretty. But was um, it 2023 pretty? Uh, are we going to talk about the mod yet? <laughs> Is there a mod for infinite? Oh, Not no. For infinite. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Stellaris at the end. Right? Because, yeah. and, and, and just, just as a little, a, a little preview here, there is a mod, a community-made mod, that I'm going to argue looks just as good, if not better, looks in some better. areas. Than, well, than, no, than, not, than, not, not some places. That, in all areas, it looks better. Right? Because when you have mod makers, they're doing it on their free time. They're doing it with love. Love of the source material. And oftentimes, they're using their own talents as artists, whatever. Uh, and they have unlimited time to to do this. They're not on a on a schedule. They don't have to get you know like a a gold master out the door. They can produce a game at their own pace. And 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 so when you're dealing with the, this types of like yeah, I mean the space looked nice. You could zoom in and out of planets and things. All that looked cool. Mm-hmm. But it it looked like Stellaris in 2016. Yeah. It, right? it it looks like a 2016 game, for sure. um, you know, which is unfortunate because even I feel bad about saying this, but even the 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 still art, like for the the races and stuff, mm-hmm. it doesn't look as good as it should for a mm-hmm. game of this. Like it's a, this is Star Trek. This is a franchise yeah. that should have amazing art, even if it's just a still image of like, um, I think the first planet I was in negotiations with was uh Bajor. Okay. So <laughs> like I know what a Bajoran looks like. But do the artists who drew them <laughs> sort of it, it looks so I don't know if they were trying to get that early nineties art aesthetic or yeah what they were doing, but it didn't it didn't I and I, I feel uh like when we went to Fan Expo this year, I went through Artist Alley and all the art by these amazing, like, I don't want to say amateur because they're professional, yeah. they're artists, but they're in, they're in you know, Artist Alley. Like, yeah. all of the art there blew me away and it was all better than the art in this game. Like, yeah. all of it. And, yeah, It kind of matched the Stellaris art feel, kind of. Like, like it had yeah. kind of looked a little bit cartoony, a little bit trying to figure out the best way to describe it it was it, it looked a little bit retro and a little bit comic book almost yeah but not without with but without the charm yeah does that make sense yeah mm-hmm. um so graphics uh, yeah. um music did you notice nothing, it nothing really noticeable it doesn't feel like star trek without star trek music does it yeah but and even like it didn't have hints of Star Trek. Like you can do a Star Trek score for a video game without it outright taking a Jerry Goldsmith uh, theme, yeah. right? <clears throat> I, I, it was so, and that's one of those things I, I listen for, especially in games like this. If you play a Star Wars game, you play a Star Trek game, you expect Star Trek or Star Wars music, right? Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't here. That yeah. I feel like that's what lost a lot of the feeling for me. Yeah, you you wanted you wanted those. If you're exploring, uh, you want to hear the uh, or something like that. But it was sweeping strings. You want to hear some French horns. Yeah, all I all I heard was and then which is the the sound your ship makes. I don't know if that's the right sound that my ship made when I was canceling, but those are the sounds I got. 
Who knows? Mm. Because it was sort of buggy. Um, did you ever end up doing any of the battles? No. Oh, okay. I got into I a couple. Not. Okay, tell me about it. Uh, it, it was... It, you. So you, you have to micromanage in a battle, right? Because like, you'll, yeah. you'll have multiple ships. You'll be against other things. But... Um, like you could spend how long was my battle 20 something minutes maybe 30 minutes mm. and like i did so much to be like okay i'm gonna survive this that <laughs> but it was all sort of squashed because another group of my federation ships just came in yeah. and saved me and i was like oh i guess <laughs> i don't get to win this battle on my own oh. and i don't know if that's a like uh, a normal thing but i felt defeated even though we won the battle birth of the federation had kind of cruddy battles too yeah it it did not work well there was a star wars game uh that came out empire at uh, years war ago empire at war awesome game yes awesome game it was like and, starcraft and, but but star wars yeah so you got to you got to play this that stuff but there was also like space battles that you know you got to play yep on this sort of 2d plane and you could put all your x-wing fighters and and it was a lot of fun to do mm. like to do those battles and stuff and you could build up your planets and i almost kind of wish that this game was a little more like that i agree and I agree. and and i think that people that are really into games like stellaris would probably say that that's too simplified for what they were looking for yeah but at some point like i said before there was too much popping up on the screen for me to feel like i was enjoying a star trek experience and i was worried more about um you know all of the logistics of everything it was almost like trying to play sim city and, and <laughs> dealing with dealing with tax and dealing with you know are you paying your fire department enough money when all you want to do is build a city i mean i don't mind it but i don't i don't want it like to inundate me like i want it to happen okay so i want it to be i want it to be organic you mm. don't see that in star trek where 1400 things happen at the same time unless the borg attack you know that's just see the four, 1400 things would happen at the same time in star trek but you'd have a lot of different people working on them together yes it wouldn't just be one person you'd be like <laughs> the, it felt like you're the president of the federation and yeah. there were no admirals below you doing anything you have else nobody doing anything they're all just sort of sitting around twiddling their thumbs waiting for you to give them some orders right oh, man um so um before we talk about stellaris and is there anything else you want to talk about this game i i honestly at this point we are a week away from like it was released one week ago. Yeah. Um, I cannot, I cannot <laughs> recommend this so, game. So I refunded, I refunded my pre-order. Me too. Not because I was trying to make some kind of statement against the developers or anything. I know mm -hmm. that they probably worked really hard to produce this game. I, 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 I did the refund because this game was not ready for prime time. I was, it was unplayable. Like the, yeah. the amount of bugs, like, the sound effects, yeah, sure. So sometimes yeah. sound effects glitch. But if I'm pressing something multiple times just for one action, and it's yeah. supposed to be a one-button press, that's, yeah. that's, that's just tedious. That's too much. Now, is this going to be like a No Man's Sky? And are we going to get like a, a, a beautiful version of this game six months from now? A year from now? I don't doubt that. Maybe. And, and you know, will it be on sale and on a Steam sale? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, the, the thing about this game is since it's based off of Stellaris, people will be able to mod it. And yeah. I feel like this game is going to be really good in about a year yeah. when people are, have a chance to be like, this is what 
we need to fix. And the community and Star Trek fans up in oh, particular yeah. are going to be like super passionate about this. Um, at least fixing it. Cause this is a game that needs to happen. Also only four races, four races, yeah. four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so, so switching over to Stellaris, yeah. um, and talking about the Star Trek community. Wait, do you, re- you do you recommend it at this moment? Absolutely not. Also, it's not Steam Deck <laughs> compatible. Don't try this game on Steam Deck. That's weird. No. That would be so weird. Like with little touch pads and stuff and trying to like right click. I wouldn't be able to read anything. The text is already small as it is on my monitor. Yeah, yeah that would be tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, so Stellaris has a, a very active modding community. Mm-hmm. And there is a very large, very well-produced Star Trek mod uh, called Star Trek New Horizons that was released for Stellaris years ago. And it's been continued to be developed for quite a while. Um, the The mod is really this game. It is really Star Trek Infinite the way that you kind of want Star Trek Infinite to be. Um, but it's created by the community. It's created by people that are dedicated to this and want to put stuff out. The yeah. music in the mod is incredible. It is it is sweeping themes from all of the Star Trek series and movies, and they're so seamlessly blended together that you could go from the Deep Space Nine theme just just softly into uh, Voyager, into the Discovery theme, into the next gen. Like it's just, and as you're playing, you're just getting this majestic Star Trek experience. Yep, uh, tons of races you could play as. Mm-hmm. The ships are all sort of handcrafted. And they have ships um, from all the eras. All yeah. of them. Well, yep. I don't think they have the disco. The, the, do they have the current disco era? The like, um, <sighs> I, oh, like the, the future disco? The future disco. I don't think they I do, right? I, I don't I'm going to have to check that quite, out later. Quite that far. But I mean, the, the community in that mod is very active still. And it the made Reddit me wonder how like how long it's going to be allowed to exist if if you know an actual legitimate Star Trek game based on the Stellaris engine comes out are they going to turn around and suddenly there's going to be a cease and desist against these guys what would be the smart thing is for them to hire a bunch of these modders <laughs> yeah. to work on Star Trek Infinite fi- fi- fix our game fix our game you know like, we'll give you a, a piece of the pie i i don't right like Star Trek Star Trek Infinite should be Star Trek New Horizons, sort of packaged in like a nice, easy to install package. Yeah, you know, with the fit and polish of a, of a of like a top tier publisher putting it together. Um, yeah, and honestly, we don't know what the behind the scenes deals were with yeah. this um, with this production company. Um, we don't know if they were pushed to release it at this point in time, right? Because this yeah. is sort they, of they might have said it's not ready. Yeah. Yeah. So, and honestly, we are not proponents of crush for any developer. Let just let them work. I don't mind if a game is delayed as long as it's a working game, and it's fun. Like Spider Man was supposed to come out what last year, and they delayed it to this year, and I'm fine with that. The reviews are glowing. I am not reading them because I'm picking it up on Friday, and I'm gonna glowing. People like it. Yes, (laughs) I'm gonna try and play. I had a dream. This was weird. I had a dream <laughs> just last week that reviews came out for Spider-Man and it, and everybody said it was awful. My God. <laughs> that was a dream I had. I woke up and I was like, 
I just dreamed that everybody hated Spider-Man 2 on the PS5. <laughs> it's You know what's crazy? When the first Spider-Man game came out on PS4, that's when Into the Spider-Verse came out. Yeah. And then Across the Spider-Verse came out this year, and we get Spider-Man yeah. 2. Yeah. I, I just can't deal with this much awesome st- Spider-Man in one year oh. again. Like, that... I'm just... I'm so excited. So I'm so good. excited. To go on the Spider-Man route, I know we're we're we're, done, we're sort of done talking about uh, <laughs> Star Trek and Solaris. I got the collector's edition for Spider-Man Two. It's Ooh, it's like, like a statue. Yeah, it's like three hundred dollars. And okay, I don't often I don't often buy collector's editions. I bought one for Final Fantasy because it was a steel book, and it was I didn't get the 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 big big one, but that was that was that was worth the extra like thirty. What is what is your fanciest collector's edition that you have in your collection oh, of anything? God. Um, didn't you get something with a helmet? No, I don't no. think I have. Um, I don't know at the moment. Okay, kind of putting you on the spot there. Yeah, I'm just like, and now I'm looking behind me. I'm like, what do I have? This um, probably The Last of Us Two. That's probably Ooh, my. Okay. It had, came with a big statue and a bunch of other shit. Um, I've Naughty Dog is one of the companies where I'll buy collectors editions because they always come out with really nice stuff i have uncharted 3 uncharted 4 collectors edition last of us oh wasn't the um what was the game that came with an axe that was uh um god of war oh no the god of war valhalla right or uh no that that was thor's hammer it came with mjolnir yeah Uh, i don't get that marcus got that um yeah yeah i remember him opening that on on stream (laughs) or something oh um is the is is the PlayStation VR two counted as a collector's edition because <laughs> it came with Call of the Wild? Um, anyway, I got so I'm I'm getting I got Spider Man two right the collector's edition. It doesn't come with a disc. It's just a download code. <laughs> if I'm paying that much money for a collector's edition, <clears throat> give yeah. me a damn. You know what it comes with a steel book, an empty steel book, an empty steel book. <laughs> But wow, are they thinking that they they do it did it that way so that they didn't have to actually press a disc that was going to have to end up being, you know, probably a completely different build anyway when you went to download it? They only press when it hits gold anyway, right? And you, there's yeah. always going to be a, an update. I wonder if they they did the uh, collector's editions way early. <clears throat> I know that's 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 frustrating. <sighs> like for somebody like me that has, I have the digital only version of the PS5. Mm-hmm. That would be fine. Although I would not know what to do with the empty. You should book. upgrade to the slim version of the PS5 digital. Did you see it? Is it is it just smaller? It's smaller, but the digital version also has the option of adding a disc drive if you want. Oh, I want a disc drive. Right, and it's seven. I think it's eighty bucks to just for the disc drive to just pop on. Ooh, see the thing is, I don't think it's worth it for, for me to have two PS5s. Well, you sell <laughs> the old one and you upgrade to the. <laughs> I'm just yeah. It's it's yeah. much smaller though, like way smaller. Um I'm not going to I'm not going to convince you to do that. Any other final mm. thoughts on um Star Trek Infinite? I I I'm I'm sort of disappointed by it. I was so excited for it. The the modding community for Star Trek games is really good. Mm. Like there have been some great games in the past that have come out and have been given new life. Games like Bridge Commander, Star Trek Bridge Commander, you can get like the full 4k graphics update and it just it looks gorgeous when you play it and they've fixed a lot of stuff about the game and how it plays and how it runs on modern machines bridge crew Um, 
That's what it was Bri- called. Bridge Crew was the one you're thinking Ubisoft, of. Ubisoft, yeah. yeah, my bad. Yeah. Um, other games that they've put out, like that they've updated. Um, obviously, Star Trek Online still works well. Um, the games on GOG all run beautifully. Um, anything where um, you can take an older game and and give it some new life. There have been such good games out there. There was one that came out, I'm thinking in the late aughts, that was like, uh, I think it was uh, came out on, on PC and Xbox 360. It was called Star Trek Legacy. And and it was a a game that was kind of like an arcade style, like you would you would not really arcade style. It's not the best way to put it. It was like it was kind of like a simulation style game. You would have a particular ship and you would do battles, like an RTS, like a real time strategy game. Uh, kind of, except you were you were kind of controlling the ships a little closer than. Wait, is it were. like what's that? What's that mobile game? <clears throat> the Star Trek, um, you know the. the uh, there's a there's a ship Star Trek game uh, Fleet Commander no that's not right oh uh, uh, yeah not Fleet Commander I know what you're talking about though the one that's that's kind of like a the mobile thing yeah no, anyway look, that's look not up important. look up Star Trek Legacy Star um, Trek Legacy not the new TV series that everybody's hoping for is a 2006 real time yeah. tactics space combat video game for look Microsoft some, Windows some, and some, Xbox some screenshots and you get an idea of what it kind of looks like it's almost like Naval Command it's like naval battles. Right, because you you have these big giant ships in your battle. You know what and, sells and- me on this game is that the first screenshot they that is that I see is of mm. the NX01, mm. which is like one of my favorite ships. <laughs> so they I'm go down. through in that game. They go through like the whole, um, uh, like the the legacy of Star Trek up to that point, mm-hmm. right? So you had lot you had Voyager, DS9, you had uh, Enterprise. That's, that's what I wanted Infinite to do. So it's a fun, fun game to play, but it was also really buggy when it came out. And I've been dying to to find a way to play. I'm sure there are dark ways to play this on the internet. I'm sure I could find like abandoned wear or something and, and play this somewhere. It's on but, myabandonware.com. Yeah, like, but if they, I would love <laughs> it if they put this on GOG. I will pay money to buy like a nicely sort of optimized version of this game and play this on a, on a modern system. And that people um, mod it. Let people mod it. Let people add discovery and a bunch of new ships that that aren't that aren't normally in there. Um, there's just there's just so many good Star Trek games out there that I would love to see sort of brought back to life. This game, like Infinite, is not like I really wanted to like it. Like I honestly mm-hmm. was like I was super excited for it, and I was I sort of bummed when I played it. And that you don't want to be sad when you play a game, yeah. any game, unless it's about being sad. Right, like, uh, like this game. I don't know. What was that I, game? What was that game where you went back? You you got to rewind time as you as you played. It was a platformer. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about too. Um, you know, it was like a side Bastion. scroller and Bastion, right? Not Bastion. No, it was like a little dude, and he would run, and then he would rewind time, and you would and you wasn't that Bastion puzzles and stuff. No, it was because uh, it was a very it was like a sad game, and it was like. The guy was going through like a breakup or something, and I think it's by the same developers, and it's by Supergiant. I feel. Uh, oh my god! Why can't I think of these games? Transistors? By nope. I thought it was Bastion. Anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it, out, figure as, it out. As really, what the I best want ten time manipulation games of all time. Come on, it's got to be on here. What I wanted this game to be was I wanted to, I wanted to live 
in the braid. Shoes. It was called it was called braid. Braid, braid. Yeah, you're right. Braid. And it looks like it's it's an oil painting. Yes, I yeah. do love that game. Um, I wanted to live. I wanted to live in the time of Jonathan Archer. I wanted mm. to see the Federation be built up. I wanted to, mm. you know, reach out and explore strange new worlds. Right. Mm. <laughs> you know, you wanted to build. I wanted to build it. I wanted to meet the Andorians. I wanted to build relations with them. I wanted to have maybe sort of sexy times with the Andorians and then, you know, build the Federation. Just like any Star Trek fan, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And then, right. and if that, like, could you imagine if it was like a four arc, like a four act game? The first act was the building of the Federation, the second act was the TOS era. The third act was TNG, and then the fourth act was, I don't know, something? It would, that would be amazing. Like the disco era, like in the future disco era, would be really cool. Like, you want to see the evolution of this, these civilizations that you're building. Mm-hmm. Like, if you do do it down to four, uh, four races of four civilizations... At least make it epic enough that you want to see it through. I can't even imagine where the storylines of the Romulans and the Cardassians and the Klingons go, just based on how sort of boring the Federation one was. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that the Federation one was actually the most interesting. Oh, God, that's, that makes it even worse, <laughs> man. And I tried. A, I tried a, like two or three other races. I was just like, I can't uh, deal with this. So if if they can fix this game, if they can if they can um, fix the bugs, give people the I, I think they they were already going to build in the ability to mod this game. So I think mods were already going to be in there. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, if they were going to fix this game's bugs, you know, allow modders to do things like I don't know, don't let my you know Captain Archer die of old age. <laughs> You know, if 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 I'm gonna have a fleet, I want to have NX01. I want Archer captaining it, and I want it to go on adventures with Picard's Enterprise D. Yeah. If if that if if I and so Worf's choose. Enterprise E. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Until bad things happen that Which we're not we aware. We don't want to talk about. <laughs> I. But yeah. also, also, as you talk about that, the ships didn't feel really different. <laughs> no. They all move the same distance and the same speed, and they sort of some things ha- had certain options that they could do, and then some couldn't. But they all felt like the same ship. You couldn't really see them <laughs> either. I just I want, b- b- before we end this episode, I want you to go to a, a, a Twitter account, or okay. sorry, an X, an X account. No, we call it Twitter here. <laughs> it's twittercom slash games. All track game. All right, and I just want you to scroll through a little bit. This particular um, uh, Twitter handle, this person, his his goal is to play every Star Trek game that's ever been made for PC. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Is there Star Trek in Fortnite? Right now, there is. Um, oh, there, there's a collaboration going on with Kid Kid Cody. Kid Cody. Kid Cootie's amazing. Have have you heard his music? Also, his Star Trek no. single is so good. He was in the yeah, latest I'm... Back to um, Bill and Ted movie, if you saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was in that. Just a reminder, Star Trek Infinite is being released today. However, there are no reviews of the game yet. Oh. 
right? Wow, so wow. this so this all Trek games, like he's got all kinds of like screenshots. He's tried all these different things, Bridge Commander. Like even stuff that's been unreleased, he'll put like screenshots of games that never made it to release. Mm-hmm. Like Star Trek Next Generation, a final unity came out in 95. It had the entire vo- uh, cast of the next generation doing voices. There were no voices in this game, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 you know what? I, at the bare minimum, <clears throat> I expected the tutorial voice to be the computer voice. Mm-hmm. At the bare minimum. Okay, in the in the mod, in yeah. the New Horizons mod, they 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 make the tutorial cue. See, that so, makes sense so too. Cue is the tutorial, and he talks about, oh, this is what you're gonna do with the universe. Now it's not John Delancey. They have a uh, the, it's it's the community, right? So they have somebody who sort of sounds a little bit like John Delancey, mm-hmm. right? But I just love this this Twitter account because I like going through, going, oh, I remember playing, you know, Deep Space Nine on the Super Nintendo. It kind of sucked, but that's okay. Here, here's uh, one yeah. from here. And this is what I think I can end off with. This mm. year, we got Star Trek Resurgence, which was mm. a like a Telltale-style Star Trek game where you basically live in a Star Trek episode. The yeah. game is visually sort of wonky. Some of the controls are weird. The yeah. music is pretty good. And it feels like you're in Star Trek. So if you're going to play a Star Trek game from this year, play Star Trek Resurgence because mm-hmm. at least it feels like Star Trek. Did you end up playing that yeah. game? I have not. I have not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait for that one to pop up on sale. Yes, it's also only on one. Epic Game Store on PC, which really bothers me. I hate when they do that. And I think they were releasing it on a bunch of other platforms. It's on. It's on. P- it's on console already. Is so, it on console now? Yeah, it okay. came out of console at the same time. But like, okay. I hate when PC does the exclusive per installer, and I hate. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, i hate it so much anyway that's okay um so yeah, that's, unfortunately that's ta- we could talk for hours about star trek games we may, we might as well do it in, in another time i think we're gonna talk yeah. about spider-man games next because you know, spider-man's coming out um all in all the one from uh from the playstation 2 oh my god it was so good <laughs> spider-man 2 the one that had doc ock in it yes that game yeah. was great great web swing so right now i can't recommend uh star trek infinite unfortunately Keep an eye on it. Um, hopefully, the community will, uh, you know, strap in, uh, get those mods out, and get things rolling. Because there's a lot of potential. It's just not there yet, unfortunately. I agree. Boo. Anyway, go play some Star Trek games. Go play some Star Trek games, or go on this uh, Twitter account. All Star yeah. Trek games. Check Look out some, some old games. games. Yeah, you know what? Play any or, old games. <laughs> you know what's even better? Go buy some Prodigy uh, DVDs and watch it and. It'll be on Netflix, yeah. so make those metrics go up so that we keep on getting Prodigy for years yeah, and years. We need more Prodigy, we need lots of lower decks. Damn straight. Anyway, we'll see you soon. For shows, for ah. me, um, peace with kids. See ya. Bye. Goodbye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at GeekswithKidsCN. Check out our pics on Instagram at GeekswithKids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.